Hello, everyone. Welcome back to the 16 Millimeter Film Crew Podcast. I'm Cindy. I'm Jermaine, aka your neighbor, your friendly neighborhood movie reviewer. Did I use that one already? Probably. Well, in that case, I'm Jermaine, aka Lord of the Movie Review. I'm waiting for the holiday ones where you can call yourself like the Thanksgiving turkey or something. <laughs> something ridiculous like that, but we'll get there. We're not there yet. Um, Coming up next week. <laughs> right? You can watch us on YouTube. You can like our videos, leave a comment, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. You can support us on Anchor for bonus content. You can listen to us on iTunes, Google Music, and Spotify at 16 millimeter film crew podcast you can follow us on twitter at 16 millimeter crew podcast and on instagram at 16 millimeter crew so this week we watched never rarely sometimes always directed by eliza hitman starring sydney flanagan theodore pellerin and ryan eggold i know who he is haven't seen the other faces yet. I feel like a lot of these people may have acted in maybe one or two things earlier. Because when I looked them up, they didn't have many projects on their IMDb's. Mm-hmm. So what's this movie about, Jermaine? Well, this movie's about um, a young woman who finds out she's pregnant. So her and her cousin go to New York to try to correct that. And um, I have to say, man, this was a... This was a realistic movie. I felt like this was like a chunk of somebody's life that I just watched. It was a pretty heavy-hitting movie. Um, their emotions seemed... I guess... All I can say is um, just so realistic. Um, what a situation, man. It was just, I felt like it was just a really deep situation where she is pregnant and she doesn't want her parents to know. And she has to try to figure it out somehow. And um, it was just so deep without speaking. I felt like the film was very clever, especially in the fact where she finds out she's pregnant, and then she's trying to get rid of it. She goes to Google. Um, I feel like that's the first thing a whole ton of people would do. Be like, what to do when you're pregnant, and then how to get rid of the baby if you don't want it, and you don't want to go through um, the regular methods, man. I, I can only imagine. I felt, I felt like I could feel her. Her anxiety, her fear, and everything through this role. I felt like this film was well written and um, well executed. Yeah, this movie, this movie gave me so much anxiety. Like mainly because I didn't know if she was going to go through with it or not. Because every single time, like there was something in her path, like now nah, you got to come back tomorrow. You got to do this. You got to do that. And I'm like is she gonna get think abortion or not like stop like toying with my emotions it was so anxiety inducing i felt very strange like um but this movie reminded me of the movie that we watched earlier this year called the assistant mainly and it's just Mm -hmm. 
you're like following someone's day, the little things that they're doing every single day. Um, I thought it, it gave me like, uh, it made me not like men, even though I, <laughs> I, I love men and I feel like they're very valuable and they have a purpose in our lives. But this movie really just, it, it took me to a place like it took me to a place where I was like all these men are trash like they need to get out of here but that's just because they're they were I think they were just trying to make a point like these are the things that can happen like guys can be toxic and slut shame and also this type of stuff and I was really interested by Sydney's performance because um it was really subdued she wasn't doing a lot and there wasn't actually a lot of dialogue in this movie most of everything was communicated by the actions of what they were doing as they kind of inched further into this process but her whole personality was like no it's fine I got it like don't worry about it like no I'm okay like even though her life at that time must have felt like insane and the fact that it was so controlled the entire time that's pretty great because that's really hard to pull off especially in a situation like that where you feel like your emotions would be all over the place and you just want to like scream and cry and like go crazy everything was very cinched in until the like almost almost the end really but yeah this movie was very very powerful because this is like a tough subject for a lot of people still. Um, and I kind of just feel like as she, as for, as she went to that first clinic, I was like, oh, this is this is not this is one of those clinics like they're going <laughs> to tell you some stuff. And I've watched like a bunch of abortion documentaries before I even watched this film. So I mm. kind of understood like how there are clinics set up for women to not get rid of their kids and some clinics kind of help them like they'll give them clothes and food and stuff to like help them with their baby as they come but they're very anti-abortion so like their whole system is geared to make sure that you keep your baby even if you're poor and young and you don't have the resources or like the mental fortitude to be a parent yet they'll do everything in their power to make sure like you have your child so I was just like, dang. And then I was like, girl, you can't just jo- like go to Planned Parenthood and get an abortion. Like you have to get a consultation first and then you have to go back the next day. And I'm just like, and then there's protesters outside. Like it's just mm. a whole thing. Like <laughs> that was the roughest part. It's like, shoot. The thing was, I didn't know who the father was. I mm. almost wanted to think that that could have been her father, especially how he was rubbing that dog that was messed up. Oh my god, I never even thought about that. What? Because he I was really shady for like the whole time. You know what I'm saying? I hope you're lying. I really hope I so. Too. It that way, but what if you're right? Like, what if I really? Lying? Because she held it in like the whole time, right? I mean, this is my, th- I, I was thinking it was him just because the way they portrayed him, he kept saying, oh, it's in your head. It's in your head. He's making, he's belittling, belittling her, her um, emotions for one. Two, the way he was rubbing that dog and saying it was easy. That wasn't cool. 
And three, when um, when the the nurse at the the clinic was asking her the questions, of course, um, with the clever title, never really, sometimes, always, rarely, sometimes, always. And that's when we actually see some real emotion out of um, Sydney's performance. Mm-hmm. Um, when she said, "Was it forced?" I I feel like I felt like that was a red flag. Um, I think that's what this movie did very well. Mm-hmm. Like you said, the control, but they also didn't give too much away, so it makes you think about the whole situation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. I think it was interesting that they kind of like when movies kind of drop you in the middle of someone's life versus you seeing what happens before or after it leaves you with so many questions. So we already can kind of see at the beginning that people at her school think that she is, you know, been around the block a few times and whatnot, and they are making fun of her for it. But, and then later on when she's having that conversation with the counselor, she said that she started having sex when she was 14 and, you know, she's had like six sexual partners since then. She's only been like three years, but yeah. Um, but I I I kind of just assumed it was one of those like random boys that we saw yelling at her earlier in the movie. That probably was the dad. Like the guy who was just like staring at her from across the room that she threw the water at. Mm-hmm. I thought it was him. But that- then when you said the thing about <laughs> <laughs> when you were talking about like when she was answering the questions. And alluding to the fact that she probably was raped, I was like, oh, you know, it could have been the dad. Because he was a deadbeat dad. But I thought he was like just a deadbeat dad. And it was interesting. There was one part of it where she's like reading the pamphlets and one of the pamphlets are like, oh, um, the responsibility of the father. And she was just staring at that one. And Mm -hmm. I, you know, now that I'm, now that I'm saying it, things are starting to like kind (laughs) of. It's starting to think you like, ooh. It might have really been that dude. Ew, I'm so I don't even know how to feel, but I was I was like on the verge of tears, mainly because they were wandering around New York City with no safety. I was like, what are you guys doing? Like, I mean, same, I've been there, but like still, I was just like, I feel like somebody someone is about to snatch these girls up and we're never gonna see them again. Like I was so worried about their safety. I felt like a mom <laughs> the entire time I was watching this movie. I was just <laughs> like, just call your mom. Like she'll she'll understand, like she'll be mad maybe, but like she'll get it. Like I just hated the fact that she was going through all stuff alone. Mm-hmm. And like even her cousin, first of all, her cousin is ride to die like that's the cousin you want on your side that cousin like did her best to make sure like that girl felt supported which is amazing but I just I was like just tell your mom like but maybe she didn't tell her mom because the husband is the one who did it so you know there there are so many things there in my head I mean there are so many reasons why she couldn't tell her mom yeah you know the way she would have reacted if she got she she would be a teen mom well, not a teen mom. She's 20, but still. She'd be... She'd be a teen mom. She's 17. Oh, she was 17. Mm. Okay. Mm. I thought she said she was 20 because... That was a to get drinks. Oh. She said she was 20. And I'm pretty sure she was lying about that, but whatever. 
Yeah. Mm. But yeah, she would have been a teen mom. Any mom would react. Doesn't it doesn't matter who it was. But I think it would be even more impactful if it was definitely her dad or stepdad or whoever that was. <laughs> who was he? Was he the boyfriend? Like I was wondering like what is he to their family? I wasn't I'm not sure, but they don't even specify. They're just like, who cares? We're moving on. But the way that men were portrayed in this movie, the the manager at, at their job who would like kiss their hands as they like put the money in Ugh. for the night. I was like, y'all. Yeah, that's. It's disgusting. Like, it's yeah. so gross. I was like, I know a woman did this movie because <laughs> <laughs> that's that's how I know. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know about all of that. Maybe, maybe. I don't know, man. I'm a different type of guy. I wouldn't, I wouldn't do that, and I don't stand for that. Mm. That type of harassment. I don't feel like just because you're a male and you you should have that type of. Um, power over women or anything like that or abuse that type of um, relationship so that being said i know there are a lot of people who don't care and will do it so and um i'm not i'm not too aware of how many guys do it but i'm sure there are a whole ton of guys doing it Mm -hmm. um Yes, this movie definitely brings you, it brings a whole different perspective, especially um, the whole idea of um, an unwant, an unexpected pregnancy because a man doesn't have to deal with it. I mean, it's, it's not his body that's going through the change. Mm-hmm. He can opt out and not be responsible or maybe not even know. It's, you know, it's up to um, the, the girl to tell have that decision and make those um decisions and of course the pressure and the fear and everything because that's such a life-changing event mm-hmm. uh, yeah, yeah it's, it's just you i just wish i feel like more men should watch this and have compassion mm-hmm. instead of um not taking responsibility for um Going around and impregnating people and just dipping, man. That's not cool. <laughs> yep, I agree. I I kind of wish that there this movie depicted men who were doing misogynistic things, but a little bit more subtly, just because I feel like most of the time it's the subtle stuff that you don't really notice is sexist. That, pe- that guys will do, you know, gaslighting, all this other stuff. I kind of wish that was there instead of like the blatant, like these guys are creeps, they're terrible, mm-hmm. they're shaming. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, I kind of wanted them to move in that path because most guys, especially nowadays, aren't really going to go out their way and do stuff like that. I mean, there definitely are guys who do, but I kind of wanted them to show the more subtler. I apologize for this noise. My iPad is, um, defiant while I'm trying to um you know I'm trying to be a good boy today <laughs> yeah um yeah I just wanted them to show the more subtle side of how these 
type of behaviors can present themselves. Um, but also, I think you said, which is a very good point, that men should watch this movie. I think also women should watch this movie just because a lot of the times the pressure you feel to not do something doesn't really come from guys. It usually comes from other women. Like most of the women in that film who were trying to tell her not to do it, you know what I'm saying? Like that first clinic, they were like, yeah, it was it was women who were t- telling her these things. But mm-hmm. there was also the other side where women were helping her and being supportive. So like, but there are a lot of conservative pro-life people who really believe that children are a gift from God. And yes, mm-hmm. Um, and that it's murder and that you're going to go to hell and all, all this other stuff. And then they force that on young, scared women who are just trying to, like, not have this huge event ruin the rest of their lives. Um, even if they, whether they made, whether they felt they made a mistake or not, like, it's still their life. And I'm, I'm pro-choice. I feel like no matter how I feel, it doesn't matter because it's not my body. Like that's, that's the kind of line that I walk. Like it's not my, my feelings are relevant in the case of someone else's decision to get, keep or not keep their job. So that's why I'm just like, I don't know why there are laws against it. Why people are trying to repeal Roe versus Wade. Why a whole bunch of men feel like it's their responsibility to regulate how women, what women do with their bodies. Like, miss me with all of that because y'all don't have to go through it so you're not going to know and you're also not going to provide for the children who come into this world with poor parents you know what I'm saying young who don't know what they're doing like mm. I just I want people I need people to watch this movie to understand like there are so many factors it's not people having like like not having control and not using protection, like you, you don't know what the circumstances are. So mm-hmm. you can't be the deciding factor on any of it. Like that's just, it's just not, it's not within your, <laughs> it's not within your power. It's not within your discretion to figure it out. Like just leave it. Um, but it's still one of the like biggest, most pervasive issues in this country. And I, I don't know. I just, I feel like I'm glad that these type of movies are coming out because it's addressing it in a way that's a lot more relatable. You know, she's just like an average girl from like a a small town. You know, it's yeah. it literally could happen to you or your kids. Like you don't know. So the way that they did this movie was really smart because it, it, it it was really like stripped down so it didn't it really felt like a person's life a person that you could know and maybe that could help people get some more understanding or at least take the chance to think about it from someone else's perspective so i think they did that really well i i agree she did feel really relatable like you could see her walking around in the hallway you're like oh that's her you know what i'm saying mm-hmm. But then you go into her lifestyle and you see what she's dealing with, and um, very relatable, very a very everyday type person, and the the performance definitely sold it sold it as well. I think this might be her first role. I haven't seen her in anything else. 
Yeah, IMDb says she's not in anything else. Yeah, so this might be her first her, her first credited role. She might be in, in like the background of some other thing, but this is right. her role. She did amazing. This movie is already up for some Gotham Awards, if I'm if I remember that list correctly, which is the award show for like all the independent films and stuff that come out. So I'm ex- I've been hearing about this movie four months since Sundance. So like I'm glad I got to see it and it was a really powerful watch. Like it was very powerful. And also being from New York, I was like, yo, this is <laughs> now. like I walked these streets. I've spent hours in Penn Station, not Penn Station. Oh my God, how did I forget what it's called? Port Authority. Yeah. So now I was in Port Authority, like just walking around waiting for my mom because I didn't have money to like catch the train. It, <laughs> I, I was just like, yo, like this is, this was hitting so close to home because I was like, yo, this was like, this is my neighborhood. But yeah. <laughs> That's so, so cool. Yeah. What are we rating this movie? Well, Eliza Hitman, she hit this one out of the park. I'm sorry, Cindy. I had to do it. <laughs> Seriously, I feel like her writing and direction really made this movie. Um, I am looking forward to seeing what these actors can do. Uh, I do not feel like the acting role was too challenging in this case, but I do feel like it was still very well executed. Um, as far as the themes and um, the information that you get from this and the, how it makes you think and feel, I'm, I think I'm a, I have to give this one a good eight and a half out of ten. Yeah, I think I might have to agree with that score. Eight out of ten feels, feels right. Yeah, it feels right. Um, feels right. I'm a person who loves dialogue and I'm, a lo- and I'm a person who loves when actors just go in and give us everything. And because this role was a little bit more restricted and there was not much dialogue, I didn't get what I fully wanted out of it just because the purpose and the structure of how the movie is set for it, for it to be impactful is, I think it's right. I just don't, I just want, I just personally want more. So that's why I'm not giving it like a 10 out of 10. But it's okay. For what it is, for the point it was point it was trying to make, bring up the subject. Yes. Night Let's go with 10 out of 10. Eight out of 10. Okay. So on to the news. On to the news. Please inform us. Oh. <laughs> okay. So, in the news this week, Wonder Girl TV series with Latina lead from Dalen Rodriguez and Berlin Productions is in the works at CW. Um, Goody. I really want them to stop making superhero TV shows. I kind of want them to stop, too. Yeah. I'm not really feeling it anymore. I think we've we've reached our limits. and um, Let's leave it to the movies, please. Yeah, um, but so cool for that Latina lead. <laughs> That's cool. That's cool. Representation is always important. So we have a black, black bat woman. So, you know, fine. I just, these shows are just not, they're not, not good. But nah, nah. anyway. <laughs> I feel like when they hit CW, they miss something from it. The production value is gone. And then 
Yeah, it's like a corniness. Yes, cornball. That's how it feels. Right. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> um, Zack Snyder's Justice League trailer drops tomorrow, and there might be some new footage. So follow Zack Snyder on Virch Vero True Social as he plans to break down the new trailer shot by shot during a live stream. Um, yeah, so this Snyder cut that people that the fans demanded, um, <laughs> the trailer is dropping. I'm really wondering if this is going to be any different from the movie that we saw. Like, uh, maybe it'll probably be more coherent tonally, but I so I don't know. I think so, but okay. I still think there are going to be chunks missing. Yeah, I don't feel I feel like it's not going to be what the people want it to be. Like, it, it might just suck. Like, like <laughs> I mean, it might. But for all y'all who are excited about it, stay excited and, you know, you know, get excited for the trailer. It's just, in my opinion, I'm just kind of like, it, it might just be bad. But picking <laughs> and being pessimistic. Okay, and so. Trailers <laughs> are a thing, though. People really do get hyped for trailers. <laughs> they do. And, you know, what else? I'm so like what else is there to get hyped for except for i mean like look into the future hopefully um the fresh prince of bel-air reunion special lands on thursday um on hbo max so whoever cared about that that's happening for y'all on thursday (laughs) get excited about it you know it's gonna be all over will smith's instagram Oh, yes. He's a social media star now, which is so interesting to me. Like, that's his occupation, as well as being an actor. He's pretty good at it, to be honest. I'm not going to lie. He's pretty good at it. He has all that money. You can hire editors. You can hire production teams. You can do whatever you want. Like, you don't even got to, like, you just got to show up. That's true. And you have Jason Derulo in a lot of them. I don't, that was a weird combo to me. Jason Derulo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I guess Jason Derulo is trying to be popular on Instagram too. Jason Derulo, I thought we forgot about him in like 2012. Like, I thought we left him <laughs> back in that year. How is he still here right now? Like, I'm so confused. Oh my gosh, that's so funny. Okay. Trying Jeff- to make him famous again off of TikTok. <laughs> oh, is he really? Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah, he took one of the TikTok songs and made it his own. Hey, it wasn't even a good one. I was like, what? Anyway. Whatever gets you your bag. Who am I to judge? Um, <laughs> Judd Apatow will write and direct an untitled and ensemble comedy for Netflix. It follows a group of actors and actresses stuck inside a pandemic bubble at a hotel attempting to complete a film. This is a really good idea. I think so, too. Um, yeah. I'm really excited. I think Judd... Yeah, Judd started out doing shows. He did, like, Freaks and Geeks. But he did another one with, like, Kevin Hart. Where there were, like, struggling actors trying to, like, make it in Hollywood or whatever. Huh. I don't remember what that one was called. Did he do that or was that Seth Rogen? It was one of them. It was one of them in that crew. And I think it'd be interesting just to like have a comedy about just people and like like quarantining. 
like the jokes were probably really solid. So I'm actually, I'm kind of on board for this. I'm really, I'm kind of very excited about this. I I like Judd Apatow's uh, work. I feel like he's a little vanilla, to be honest. I need I need him to add a little bit of cinnamon and some chocolate to his milk. Oh. But, you know, he's still funny, though. Uh, and the, the crew that he's with, they're, they're pretty good, too. I think he's so, a funny dude. Okay. Lynn Ramsey is set to direct an adaption of Stephen King's The Girl Who Loved Tom Gordon. Do you know about this book? Nope. I don't either. So... Okay. <laughs> if it's not it or it's Pet Cemetery or The Shining, I don't know it. I've never heard of this before. So, yep, that's happening. And, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, cool. Women directors, we stand for it. Um, Martin Scorsese's true crime western, Killers of the Flower Moon, starts filming in March 2021. Um, I think this is a movie that Leonardo DiCaprio was also in. Nice. If I'm not mistaken, I might be mistaken, but. I don't think I am, but I, I think this is the movie that he's in. So I'm, I'm for it. It would be cool to see him do something other than a gangster movie. And it's a Western. Uh, I think my concern is people don't really go out to watch Westerns, but Westerns are really good if you if you kind of like really look into it. I like them. Yeah, Westerns, I feel like, kind of died out a long time ago. And people have been trying to, like, bring them back. Yeah, they had their time and place, but people would still try to bring them back. Yeah. And it's really not, it's not really, you know, it's not our climate right now. Mm-hmm. Well, it hasn't been for, like, the past couple of decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think, I don't know if Django was, Django and Chain was supposed to be, like, a sort of Western. I'm not sure if it was. It had that feeling to it. Yeah, Quentin Tarantino really loves putting the Western themes in all of his movies. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't I don't know if I would consider Django a Western, though. There was a lot no, of no, scenery, no? Yeah, I don't think it's that. It just feels like yeah. there was an element of that inside of that movie. I would definitely agree with that. Yeah. The horses and... Mm-hmm. Shootouts. Cowboy. Cowboy dream. Yeah. So <laughs> that's all of the news, I think. I'm trying to see if I heard anything that was interesting. Not really. So yeah, that's all it is. Um, what have we been watching? I haven't watched anything, unfortunately. Um I've done a lot of 24-hour work days and they were not fun. So I don't even know what's going on in the news. Uh-oh. Watch the news. Oh, man. You gotta watch the news and just see what I watch. Oh, I know exactly what I watched. I watched, I binge-watched The Crown. Nice. I episodes yesterday. And it's probably their best season. Ooh. If I can, if I can say so myself, there were some things that I wasn't a fan of, but I'm gonna do a review of it on my channel, and I'll get into that. But this is the season where you get Princess Diana and Marcus Thatcher. Okay. Wow. 
what what an experience like that was very interesting um it was really really good and i look forward to going back and rewatching some of those episodes because even the like well the cinematography is always beautiful but like the direction of the show of the episodes have been so good this season like consistently so highly recommend i'm sure most people have already finished it or they're going through it right now so no spoilers just you know go give it a watch it was great all right yeah okay that sounds like it that is it from us today um any special news no <laughs> not really <laughs> not really uh Thanksgiving is coming up. Hopefully everybody got a place to eat. Um we know COVID times are hard, so uh don't bunch up with your family. I'm going home. <laughs> I am going home. But don't worry, I've literally been quarantining in this house since the outbreak of this virus back in March. So I will I'm okay. I'm just saying like if you are gonna travel, get tested wear your mask always bring your hand sanitizer with you always because this joint is real and it's spiking like people are dying left and right things are getting really bad again so like it's not it's not a game y'all like it's real serious and we can't go outside anymore because it's cold so Mm, yep yep i think that's my biggest thing is um we feel like we're going to catch it from strangers, but a lot of the times where the situations that I've seen, a lot of people catch it from their own family members. So just make sure that you're extra safe and cautious. Mm-hmm. And even though grandma wants you to take a bite of the chicken off her plate, don't do it. <laughs> That's what grandma wants. <laughs> okay, interesting. <laughs> All right, guys. Well... Thank you for listening and have a great week. We will speak to you guys very soon. Goodbye. Until next time.